Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to the Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. You know, this week I want to get into basically what's been going on uh, in terms of some, you know, moves and drama that are certainly affecting the markets today and looking into the future. Obviously, 2022 has been a very volatile year. Uh, triggered by things like the Russia-Ukraine war, uh, that leading uh, to further so supply chain uh, issues, that leading to uh, higher inflation and and sustained higher inflation has probably been a little bit unexpected. And then moves by the Federal Reserve, some of them a little bit of a surprise. In any event, this week we had the July uh, Fed meeting. We had the release of second quarter GDP. So those are two sort of big events if you will, for us investors to kind of check out uh, what's happening. Now, um, against this backdrop, there's also second quarter earnings season going on. And what I would say, which is not uncommon actually, is when you look at the press, you basically tend to see lots and lots of articles um, that are reporting negative news, negative results from companies. And, you know, maybe it's a little bit about clickbait, but the idea is that, that the press anyway will cover sort of the more negative drama. And so we always try to take a step back and look at what's going on more broadly. And generally speaking, the punchline here is that earnings are holding up and are better than expected on average. So we've got, I think, over 200 of the S&P 500 companies that have reported. 71% have beat expectation by an average or median of 7%. And so um, essentially we're expecting a consensus uh, expectations of growth or quarter over quarter is over 5% growth in earnings, which is pretty good. And so obviously, as it relates to the economic slowdown, which we'll get to in a second, the uh, the uh, fear or wonder is, okay, how much does that impact earnings in terms of companies being able to you know do their business and generate earnings? So far, things are holding up, but of course, that's something we'll be monitoring. Uh, so first, then next, let's get to the July Fed meeting. So uh, the market had been pricing in another three-quarter point uh, hike, and that's what the Fed did. They right, hiked their benchmark uh, Fed funds rate by uh, 0.75%, three-quarters of a point, what's sometimes called 75 basis points. And uh, with that came the kind of the common Fed messaging. First, a statement, and the quote I, I pulled from that is something very simple, that, that quote, the committee is strongly committed to returning inflation to its 2% objective, end quote. That basically is saying, hey, look, we're going to keep moving rates higher until we see signs that inflation is going to come under control. And and with that, though, then the, the as is the uh, practice, the chair, Jerome Powell, in this case, held his press conference, made a statement, and, then, and took questions. And, and in that interaction, um, here, here's another quote. He said, uh, and he asked himself the question, are we seeing the slowdown in economic activity? that we think we need, and, and then he answered it, uh, there is some evidence that we are at this time, end quote. And so, you know, the bottom line is uh, they expect, you know, these Fed hikes basically take time to work their way into the economy. They expect to slow down. And, um, uh, and in fact, he said, quote, these rate hikes have been large and they've come quickly, end quote. And they basically signaled that their full effect has not yet been felt by the economy. And so uh, anyway, I'd say that uh, what happened as a result of all that is maybe the, the 
market participants saying, well, gee, maybe the Fed's uh, actions are going to have an impact. And if it does, if the, even the past actions start to have an impact, maybe um, they won't have to do quite as much as they first have signaled. And so that actually has been interpreted positively. Um, and lo and behold, then, we had the, the advanced estimate of second quarter GDP where the consensus view was we were going to grow a little bit. And in fact, it came in as a second quarter in a row of contraction. In the case of second quarter, down 0.9%. And when we dig into that, basically, it's a depletion of inventories was a negative, a significant negative contributor. And, um, and then secondly, a slowdown in the housing market, which isn't surprising because with the Fed hiking rates, the mortgage rates go up, people are going to just incrementally be, be doing less in, in terms of housing. In any event, when we look at, uh, you know, sort of the more um, uh, kind of stable things that we care about in GDP, take personal consumption. So that's really the consumer and then net exports, which can be volatile. Those two things actually have positive growth and together contributed 2.1% positive uh, towards that contraction. So again, think of it as a volatile uh, item being net, um, being uh, inventories uh, that was uh, kind of the biggest negative contributor. In any event, it, it led to a second quarter in a row. And, you know, back uh, as you look through time, people often talk about the definition, sort of the informal or practical definition of a recession to be when you have two quarters of negative GDP growth in a row. Now, in practice, that's not actually how uh, recessions are ultimately determined. The National Bureau of Economic Research, or NBER, is the organization that more formally determines when we're in a recession. And honestly, what they do is they're watching things and they're looking back. And at some point, they might say, oh, back in July of 2022, we entered a recession. So people do care a lot about what the NBER, NBER has to say. Um, their sort of sort of general definition of a recession is, quote, a significant decline in economic activity spreading across the country and lasting more than a few months, end quote. And so, you know, long story short, they, there's a little bit of wiggle room in terms of how they interpret things. I would also say that in the way that they, at least in the past, have done their work, the job market is a significant input, and we, we're in, still in the middle of a pretty jo strong job market. So there, anyway, the speculation is that they won't yet uh, sort of flip the switch and say we're in a recession. And uh, so more to come as we monitor NBER and what they have to say. Now, what does this all mean uh, as we look forward? Well, you know, we, we've recognized and sort of modeled out that we're in a very uncertain environment. Uh, we're sort of in the midst of this significant economic slowdown really orchestrated by Fed policy. And so we've really modeled out two scenarios. One is more negative. We sometimes call it the stormy scenario. And that would say, look, you know, things are going to slow down a lot. Maybe we have a, a recession or a more deep recession and earnings are going to be impacted and people are going to stay kind of worried. And all of that leads to, you know, more volatile and probably negative markets. And then the, the second scenario is one that's just a bit more positive. So think of it as the clouds starting to clear, maybe some sunshine breaking through. And here the, the thinking is, look, the Fed policy is going to happen uh, to slow things down, that that's actually a good thing in terms of bringing inflation down. So if we see a combination of slower demand that takes some pressure off of prices and then uh, 
Number two, I would say some specific components, most notably energy and oil, start to roll over, which they have. Um, and then third, supply chain. If we see some relief, we've seen a little bit of relief in supply chain pressures, so the supply side of pressure on inflation. Uh, if we see all that, then basically we think, okay, Fed can back off a little bit, and that would lead to um, a, a little bit more relief and positive moves in the markets. And for those watching, you know, as we've moved through the Fed meeting and the GDP uh, release, the markets have actually, we're long-term investors, but it happens that the markets over these days have actually held up and been a bit positive. So anyway, that that's um, the substance of what we wanted to cover this week. Uh, there's quite a lot going on. Um, and so we look forward to coming back to you in uh, near-term future episodes to share more. Thanks so much. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.